Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast, formerly known as the PDR Coach Podcast. If you're looking to launch your career after physical PDR training, then make sure you focus on the business side just as much as you do on the pushing side. You need to learn to push dense and you need to learn about how to get dense to push. The PDR Launchpad program has been completed by dozens of other new PDR technicians and it helped them get their business off the ground. It's a 30-part video, video course that teaches you literally everything you need to know about starting a new paintless dent repair business. You'll learn things like creating a business entity, which insurances to have, creating a logo, branding yourself, social media, in-person and online sales, phone skills, short-term and long-term marketing strategies, how to expand your business, and several mindset tools that I use in my coaching, my uh, one-on-one high-dollar coaching clients. You can find the program at denttrainer.com slash courses slash PDR launchpad. Um, again, denttrainer.com slash courses slash PDR launchpad. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast Trainers Edition, where I interview the top trainers in our industry for you so that you can make the best decision on where to go learn the art and skill of PDR. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hey, how's it going, man? Great, man. So like I just explained to you, we've got a list of questions. We're going to go down, kind of interview you for your school and um, see what we have to say. So start very basic. Okay, what's your name and what's the name of your training school? Okay. okay, I'm Rob McDowell and I've got Paintless Dent Repair University and the website's paintlessdentrepairuniversity.com. And I'm uh, based out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. That was the next question. Where's your facility located? Okay. Louisville, Kentucky. There you go. Yeah. Were you, yeah, are like you, the- <laughs> were you, are you, or have, yeah. have you ever been a technician? If so, for how long? Yeah, I started as a technician in 1998 and started training in uh, the year 2000 and uh, actually opened a facility in 2010. And I've been uh, been a trainer since 2000 and done training on site and uh, out of my facility. Nice. Why or how kind of did you start the training school? And again, how long you've been training since you said to, since your 2000, correct? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So why or how did you start? The yeah. And so, um, how I started the school was uh, I grew up in a customer service family. And uh, since the, since I was 14 years old, I've always instructed something. When I was 14, I instructed golf uh, in the military. I was a, uh, um, <laughs> small arms and a, cause I was in tanks. I also instructed on uh, tanker training. And, uh, when I got out of the military, uh, uh, started college was training computer stuff and just, I've always trained. And it's because I can take things and, uh, make them so that people can understand them. I mean, I'm not going to say stupid people because, uh, you know, nobody's actually stupid. It's those that don't understand what we do. And so when I was a technician, one of the, one of the basics that we train our customer and they go, Hey, what's paintless dent repair? Well, paintless dent repair is the art of doing, uh, taking out dense things and damage, uh, with tools and equipment. So we don't have to paint it keeps the OEM finish, blah, 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 you know? And so from that point on as a, technician uh then i got uh people that found out i was a good technician then would come train with me and um 
and then grew the business to where uh, I had to figure out, you know what, I can't do the follow me method that almost every dent guy uses and uh, establish a, a, a training process, a facility, uh, got into manufacturer training, and uh, now I train the world. There you go. How many, <laughs> how many techs have you trained? And then to, an extra question. So if you have an idea of how many you trained, and then kind of if you have any handle on their success and or how many are still pushing. So kind of a, a big question. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. It I is mean, tough, over, I agree. Over a yeah, over a thousand because I've trained so many uh, factory technicians, um, and uh, and then also factory and then large automotive uh, groups, not dealerships, but like detail because I'm also a, a consultant in the uh, uh, the total recon or complete recon, so I've done a lot of uh, training for in-house technicians for big detail groups that are um that are doing car wash stuff and mm -hmm. uh that type of stuff so i mean i've i've had my hands on a lot of technicians over the years mm -hmm. uh i estimate over a thousand because i i average um you know just out of my facility and the the large group training that i, I do in the factories about 150 technicians a year. So take that times, you know, 2010, and we're at, you know, that, that many. 1,500, so, something like that. Yeah. Um, but like hard that. to tell what the success rate is. Well, and, and so when we do, when we look at success rate, um, you know, there's, I've trained people that have come, like military guys that have come, and uh, they learn paintless dent repair. They can do it. I mean, we're doing before and after pictures so that they can work on their their marketing uh, when they get out of class. Um, you know, so that so they can have something to put on their Facebook websites, all that kind of stuff. So, so I'm taking before and after pictures, and also encourages them that they can get stuff done. Uh, but I've had a couple people. Uh, that I know of that, you know, they get with me later and say, Hey, you know, um, I'm just not feeling it. Like I had one guy was like, um, you know what? I spent 20 years in the, in the Navy. I don't really want to do pantless dam repair because there's too much involved. I'm like, Hey, that's, that's all, that's all right. And he went into doing insurance or something mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, I, I have people like that, but for the most part, um, people are coming with a purpose and uh, like I just take, for instance, I've got three guys that came through uh, last month. I mean, two guys, two of the, two of the three, I mean, the one was a, uh, was a brother of a technician. He went right out to the field and started working with his brother. Mm -hmm. The two guys, one's a body, body shop technician grew up in a body shop. The other one's just a guy. And uh, those two guys went out, scored a, a body shop on a real, uh, a recent hail storm, and they're pumping out hail cars. And it's, uh, I mean, and they're doing softball size dents on this storm. And uh, I mean, uh, if there's if there's dent guys everywhere, why would those two guys go score a body shop uh, in the current environment? That means that there's not dent guys everywhere, and. Uh, 
and the, you know, there, there's work for everybody. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So how many technicians do you train at a time and how long is the training? Okay. So I'm a small group trainer comes from my military background. Uh, I go up to four technicians at a time, no more than four. I really don't like one technician one-on-one at the basics is because uh, what I've seen is that the one-on-one that, that technician that you're training tends to always be asking, well, how am I doing? How am I doing? How? And they get leaning on me too much. Whereas in a small group, I could be training somebody over here, get somebody, you know, make some adjustments, do the over-the-shoulder co- coaching, and then they get out, start doing whatever, and as soon as I walk away, they start to relax and they can do this, do the skill right, you know, because yeah. it's like, ah, so you, you know, up, over my up to four at yeah. a time yeah. for how up long? To four. Uh, for two weeks, two weeks. Got so it. I do. So the, so I do one week, which is basics, quarter size, top panel, side panel. And then in the advanced class, uh, cannonballs, uh, crowns, creases, body line, dents, uh, course in the fundamentals i do aluminum uh basic glue pulling we do advanced glue pulling uh in the advanced class um combination damage like hail gotcha um i'll I'll stop you uh, we'll get to those we'll get to those questions a little bit so four four, up to four people sometimes a little less two weeks training for the beginner course you may offer other courses which i'll ask you okay so so a week for beginner one week for advanced ah Two weeks two total. Weeks, boom. Got it. Okay. And then, and then I do a master's class twice a year, which is, you know, using dent dials and, and uh, sandliner tools and that type of stuff. Gosh, but, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, why should a new tech pick your training school? What's, what's your unique about yours? Um, what's unique is because I'm a factory trainer. So I take somebody with it, with, with no skill level that doesn't know what paintless dent repair is. And within two weeks, I've got them pushing out up to quarter size dent uh, on the line while that vehicle's moving 30 seconds or less, and it's got to be perfect. So, I mean, uh, you know, my philosophy is leave me on Friday, work on Monday. And uh, I had one guy come and literally he, because he was sent by another technician, he left me up. uh, four o'clock or five o'clock on Friday that next morning, seven thirty in the morning, he was pushing hail. So, I mean, uh, I, I'm sending technicians out to work, to work right away. Gotcha. What do you offer your trainees outside of just physical PDR training? So, uh, do you offer tools or a tools list and do you help with PDR pricing, marketing, sales, anything that's non-physical pushing? Do you offer anything yeah. there? So, so how I kind of price things is a la carte. Uh, so the, the, the classes are separate from the tools. I offer uh, tools or a tool list, but because of my uh, technicians that are coming, a lot of technicians are coming because their dad sent them or they're coming from a body shop that, uh, that already has some or most tools. So they can buy through me, but typically I give them a list. I train them on what good quality tools are in our industry, and then they can decide what they want to do, who they want to buy from, 
you know, all I am is a, I, I suggest to them uh, and make sure that they are guided with good tools, then customer service, how we do customer service and paintless dent repair, not a how you start your business, because uh, some of the technicians are coming, are uh, from dealerships, body shops, you know, they don't want me to, to train them in that. But what I do train is customer service wise, you know, when we go into that used car manager and say, hey, I'm Rob, Rob's awesome dent repair, I want to work for you. And uh, that guy says, uh, you know what, I got a guy, I'll call you if I need you as he throws your card in the, the wastebasket by his right foot. Uh, how do you get around that guy? So I've got a process, uh, you know, customer service wise, how we do uh, wholesale, uh, body shop and retail customer right. service. Can you summarize your philosophy of PDR training and how it works from a very high level? Like how metal works, how paint yeah. works, things like that. Yeah. And so Big I'm, tra- I'm uh, yeah, yeah, I know I'm training all the, all the theories. Uh, Cause uh, I mean, I literally grew up as a PDR guy way back in the dark ages, in the nineties using fluorescent lights <laughs> and uh, watch it. I mean, literally watching these videos uh, from the nineties telling you how to do it that way. And, uh, and ruined most technicians from that era. I mean, I'm a survivor. 99% of the guys that went through training back then didn't make it. And so I've gone through that, that phase. Then I've gone through that kind of the hybrid theory of, of old school, new school when the led lights came out. And then I've got, (laughs) then I've got a theory uh, that I train right now. Um, and, uh, you know, that we see on most, uh, uh, training videos, uh, from today's world. Um, but from a philosophy standpoint, you've got to, you got to learn how to read the metal, react to what it's telling you and to facilitate that, uh, metal release, uh, so that the dent will come out properly. So from a high level is that if you don't know what you're doing with the metal, man, it's like teaching somebody, you can teach somebody to catch a fish or you can, or you can teach somebody to fish. And there's two big differences. I mean, you've got all the kind of the, the mill schools out in California that are teaching an old system and uh, they're destined to fail. Whereas, you know, myself and other industry trainers that you, that you're interviewing, I mean, uh, our reputation's tied up in, in them succeeding, in our students succeeding. So, uh, so you know, not only myself, but everybody who are who are uh, uh, industry trainers. I mean, oh, we need those students to be successful. Uh, or why are we training? Do you teach anything about ergonomics and protecting your body? Yes, definitely. Um, so, in class, you know, first day of class, I'm teaching how we do what we do, things to protect, like our eyes, our back, our, our, our feet, uh, how, how the body functions, what through, proce- through the process of training, what parts of the body will uh, be affected. <laughs> you know, a quarter of the students that come through, you know, like two or three days into training, their hands start to go numb. And I'm saying, okay, this is what your body is doing. 
and, and your forearms are shifting uh, all that tension into your hands until they get used to the process of pantless dent repair. So yeah, I'm teaching uh, how we do what we do so that we can uh, uh, use our bodies properly because paintless <laughs> dent repair is the only reconditioning activity that uh, is based on our physical um, muscle strength and uh, ergonomics. Every other reconditioning has to do with applying material. We are professional athletes. I mean, our, our forearms have the same strength and need to develop the same strength as professional arm wrestlers. So uh, if you're not teaching ergonomics, I mean, then, then, uh, you know, then you don't know how to do panelist down repair. <laughs> that? That's an opinion. <laughs> no comment. No comment. I mean, that's why I mean, I'm unbiased. That's why. That's why we have a Facebook group. I mean, I'm in, I'm in almost every Facebook group, but you know, PDR and ergonomics. I mean, I think it was Sal, Sal Contreras that started that group or somebody, uh, you know, I mean, why would we have it if it wasn't important? Uh, yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep you on track with the next question. I'm trying to okay. stay unbiased. I, I have opinions on everything. Obviously, <laughs> if you listen to my podcast, otherwise I have opinions, but I know, here, I know, I'm I know, on my path. Right, let me, let me do the opinions and you can shake your head. <laughs> Do you train with lines, fog, or both? Uh, I train with fog and then go into lines. Okay. Cause uh, I mean, I'm let, let's do opinion based uh, inst uh, instruction here. Okay. So I grew up doing lines. Once I got the LED light, it took me about three to four days um, to transition because I did not believe what I was seeing. I mean, to go from fluorescent to LED lights to where you're kind of, I mean, it's kind of, you know, you're just like, you don't know if you're there or not. And then to go to LED lights that you can see exactly where you're pushing, how much you're pushing and all that kind of stuff. But what do you do when your light goes down? Okay. I train on lines at the end of training because if, if something happens, your battery, crashes your uh led light stops working i'm sorry you got you're going to take out a piece of electrical tape throw that thing on your uh your your and turn that thing into a reflector so if you don't know how to do that i mean that would be uh so i'd be remiss if i train both. train i train both got it do you train so. route work oh wait yeah do you train route work yeah, yeah. um or route work retail or hail or both uh, all three, because all right. route and 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 hail and re and retail are three different kind of three different parts of our industry. Sections, sure. Okay, and so yeah, I train I train all three. Uh, I tend to um, kind of get everybody out of the hey, you know, big money hail, all that kind of stuff, because uh, you know I've because most of my area is indiana and uh north of kentucky northern side of kentucky uh, you know i've been doing hail for 20 some odd years Got so uh, but i tell everybody hey hail is hard and the type of hail that we've had we have right now uh on this thinner metal um it, the difficulty is higher and it's hard to make money 
uh, doing good work, producing really fast, unless uh, you've got some years and experience on you. And uh, yeah, I've got lots of opinions on that, but I, I usually tell my, uh, I usually tell my people when they're coming through class, you know, stick to route, stick to retail. And uh, you know, if you want to go do a hailstorm sometime, man, just uh, uh, get with me and I can hook you up with uh, somebody and just, you know, you could work a dealer gig for a week or something Got it. just to get your feet wet and uh, see if it's something you like. But I'm not the, I'm not the guy that's going to get somebody prepared for like uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Kansas, right now, Indianapolis hail. I'm not the guy that's going to tell somebody the crazy stuff about, Hey, you're going to make a bazillion dollars doing hail because, um, that's just not right. Do you teach so. working inverted upside down or right side up through a door? Um, right side up. Uh, you know, I, I never, um, when I first got into the industry, that was kind of a thing. I think it was the dent wizard guys that were doing the inverted stuff. And I was like, man, no, nah, it's just not me. So I, I trained standing up, sitting down, uh, but, uh, be inverted you know i i show them what inverted is but um i just never really um got i that's just not my groove i think you answered this question kind of but do you offer advanced courses you said first week is beginning yeah advanced but nothing separate yeah yeah i mean i've got some students that come for a week and they'll do fundamentals they'll go they'll go home because of scheduling and then they'll come back a month or two later Okay. Uh, for advanced sure uh, and then I, and then I do a master's class once once or twice a year got it um, and that's and that's kind of a different deal because uh, on the master's class I mean we're doing master stuff with master tools typically in the uh, I mean how our industry does master classes is you go watch somebody like Sal and those guys uh, you know play with their tools um, but I mean, Actually, I have them do do those things. I mean, we make big smashes and do those things in the master's class. So, and I only take and I only take four students on that one too. Twice a year. So it's not four like students. twice a year. Got it. Yeah. Do you train? So, we already know this. You answered this earlier too. Do you train techs for any large companies? Um, yeah. Do you do, yeah. You, do you care to share just a list of the companies or no? It's up to you. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, all the all the manufacturers. Okay. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes I get, get a heads up from some of the guys that are training, you know, there are already PDR trainers that are like, Hey, can I, uh, or they'll say, Hey, can you come up and fill a spot? I'm going to hailstorm." or, uh, typically what will happen is that one of the departments, uh, managers at a factory will get on my Google AdWords and say, Hey, next thing you know, I'm down in a fact, factory training. Or like I've got some facilities that are starting to send uh, technicians to training up to me, um, but all the, all the majors. And then, uh, then like I've trained uh, the technicians at uh, Delta Sonic, their uh, East Coast uh, car wash group. Mm-hmm. And so I trained their body technicians because uh, a, a, a car wash will destroy cars. <laughs> 
And so, and so they, they've got anywhere from four to six technicians that I train on a fairly regular basis. Uh, so that when those guys are working on, uh, you know, the, the warranty repairs from the, the car, car wash, they can do, you know, dents and things and stuff, uh, PDR wise. So they don't have to send it through their body shop. Makes sense. Do you offer like a certification or like a test to graduate training or anything like that? If so, what's it based on? Yeah. And so, uh, that's a good question because I do a uh, certification, but it's an in-house certification. I mean, it's, uh, it's only good for marketing. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm Vail certified myself back in, uh, 2004. And so the, basically what I did is I looked at my Vail requirements for back then for the first <clears throat> level of a uh, technician. Uh, and, and I kind of d- duplicated that, uh, in my training so that I could say, Hey, you know, this, this person is, if they were to go to Vail and take that test way back then, they could become a technician, Got it. you know, certified, but that's, but Vail has changed. Our environment has changed, but if, you know, that was a standard that I thought, Hey, you know, we could, my my people right now when they graduate can fit the, those standards uh you know so there is a methodology yeah uh, to that but i explained to everybody that you know veil is the only third party certification in our industry all the other certifications are kind of opinion based and so uh, uh so i can offer a certification that at least has some basis to it um you know is it is it any good it's as good as everybody else's and uh it's something they can market with got it so what are the package options so what's the cost for the two-week program and what's the cost for the master's class if you care to share uh okay so so twenty five hundred dollars for fundamentals twenty five hundred dollars for advance or five thousand dollar total uh and then master class twenty five hundred bucks how do people so, pay you? Uh, man, that's a great question because in the day that we live in right now, I mean, of course, I'm going to take, you know, check, cash, uh, but man, anywhere from Cash App, Venmo, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm taking payments uh, this year that I've never taken before. Uh, PayPal, uh, you name it. Uh, we kind of try and stay away from the credit card. Uh, if they can pay me a different way than a credit card so that there's no, uh, fee for me, um, you know, then I don't have to say, Oh, sorry. You know, I need to take, you know, whatever percentage, but how how far out to book a course with you or to book a training with you? How far out? Uh, usually usually it's anywhere from, uh, one to four months. Like right now I'm, 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 uh, uh, scheduling for the fall. Mm-hmm. So I'm so, uh, and I've already got half of, uh, September kind of filled. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm already, uh, a couple months out. Typically if somebody's calling me and saying, Hey, you know, they're willing to wait. Um, you know, what's the so, best way for them to reach you to do that? Um, they can, uh, go to pantless go down to the bottom click the email rob at pdr-u.com mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to go right to my phone. 
Gotcha. So either that or they can call me 502 345 0708. There you go. <laughs> and text me and uh, you know, I'll answer right away. Um, so, the but, question I ask at the end of all the podcasts, and this is just kind of a fun one where do you see the future of PDR going and how are you helping? Man, that is uh, that's one of those things that we sit at Mobile Tech uh, Expo and uh, mash that out. Because you got old, because you got old school guys that are sitting there going, "There's too many technicians," and then I, then I've got people that are coming from areas that don't have PDR guys. I mean, literally, I get people that are sent by body shops and dealerships that say we don't have a PDR guy consistently in our area. You go to class, and we're going to use you, and so. Okay, so I think I mentioned this before. Three guys came to training. Two guys get out of training within within a couple of weeks after they get out of training. They're working cannonball size hail at a body shop, rocking some numbers that they've told me. But they're rocking numbers that any dent guy would just love to do. <laughs> why in the world would they, you know, on a recent storm, why in the world would they do that if there wasn't room for other guys, if there was 10 guys in every corner? So, so, so there, do you, just, so, do you, so, you believe so, that their future is bright? I do. Okay. I do. And because, because the retail part of our industry is growing and uh, there's not dent guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, did I, yeah, there's there's a lot of dent guys. I mean, in Texas this year, there's dent guys everywhere. Okay, I mean that's you know if you're do, if you're a hail guy and you're not doing Texas this year, then guess what? You're not a hail guy. But in other areas of the country, I mean, I'm training guys that are coming from areas that don't have dent guys consistently, and I'm not saying that that. That uh, these are big producing areas, but I'm just saying I'm seeing a lot of dent technicians come from areas that are underserved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the so the yeah in areas of our industry it's bright. In other areas of our industry, nah, we're a dumpster fire. I mean, we won't I, go down I, that I, road because I'll keep the question. Yeah, to, but to yeah, but the but the question is what what do I see our industry? Mm-hmm. I mean, from from my standpoint, I'm training people that are going and they are working. Literally, they're going on Monday, working someplace that another dent guy is not working. So the whole attitude, there's dent guys everywhere. Listen, there's not dent guys everywhere. And I'm training people to go into areas that are underserved. Okay. So that's my opinion. And I'm sticking with it. I got it. <laughs> Last question, just a broad question. If there's anything else I didn't yeah. cover, anything else you want to share to potential people looking to hire you before we wrap it up? Uh, you know, uh, on my website, I've got a blog post of the 10 things that you need to look for in a trainer. And the, one of the things that I'm going to recommend, because I, I have people call me and they're like, well, you know, I'm like, hey, you know what? You need to interview other trainers. I mean, all the questions that you asked me are, I get asked probably 10 times a week by prospects calling me about training. Okay, well, you know, I'm not, I may not be your guy, but call around and make sure that, you know, hey, have you been a technician 
question before, you know, that's, this is what they need to be asking. Have they been a technician? How long, how long you've been training? How many people, all those things interview a lot of trainers because you ask somebody that's looking for training, you'll know when you get to that guy, you go, Oh yeah, I can interface with that guy. It's, you know, I click, you know, I've told people the one I'm on. I mean, I've, as a trainer, I mean, there's been a couple people that, I, that I've talked to, they're engineers, and I'll say, I'm not your guy. Go find somebody else, <laughs> okay? So interview lots of people, lots of trainers, and get the one that you think is going to fit with you because, I mean, it's an investment, and, uh, you know, you don't do these things uh, kind of spur of the moment. Typically, someone who's looking for training has been I mean, they've been on my website that have been on everybody else's website and, you know, they've asked everybody every, and, and that's what I'm going to say is that make sure you do your due diligence, um, uh, just to make sure that you get good value for your investment. There you go. We'll end it with that. Thanks for coming on, Rob. Hey, have a great day. Appreciate it. Are you looking for a job instead of starting your own painless air repair business? Or are you trying to expand your business with another technician? That's exactly why we built recruitatech.com. Visit the website to create your own job seeker or employer profile. The website is one of a kind. You can actually upload photos and videos of your work. No more paper resumes. Um, all photo and video showing exactly what you can do. If you're a job seeker, you can post before and after photos and videos of your work to your potential, your potential new employer. Or if you're an employer looking for a new employee to add to the team, you can showcase what your work environment looks like and what you're looking for in an employee, all in video form. In addition, even if you're not looking forward to job, for a job or an employee, you can go create a totally free profile at recruitertech.com and can potentially pick up contract work with other local technicians. So again, go check it out, make a free profile, recruit a tech com r e c r u i t a t e c h dot com